We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ravens All-Pro cornerback Marcus Peters pleasantly surprised people with a slightly early return to the field Monday. It was his first practice appearance in almost a year. Yes, Sarah, that ACL tear sidelined the 29-year-old all of last season. We'll dive into what to expect from Juice Man over the next few weeks as he ramps up for his highly anticipated Week 1 return. I'm Sarah Ellison with Bobby Trossett. It's Tuesday, August 16th, and this is your morning Ravens vault. So NFL Network insider Ian Rappaport made an appearance on the Pat McAfee show recently and suggested that if Lamar Jackson were a jerk in ongoing contract negotiations with the Baltimore Ravens, he'd probably end up with more money. We got lots to unpack there. Plus, Ravens rookie defensive tackle Travis Jones has been making his presence felt at his first training camp, and his efforts are catching his teammates' attentions. We have all of that and more coming up. Thanks for waking up with the Morning Vault, where you get the most important Ravens news in just 15 minutes. So it wasn't expected to come this early, but two-time All-Pro cornerback Marcus Peters is back. Sarah, would you say his return Monday was surprising to some around camp? Well, if you ask his teammate and defensive veteran Calais Campbell, yeah, it was. He called it a, quote, pleasant surprise. After missing all of last year with his ACL tear, Peters just quietly strolled onto the practice field at the Under Armour Performance Center after passing his conditioning test and being activated from the PUP list earlier Monday morning. And I'm not sure many of his teammates saw it coming. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. That's a pleasant surprise, you know, because, I mean, he just, you know, when you ask him about it, you know, he's, you know, just kind of like, you know, when I'm ready, I'm ready. I'll let you know, you know, but I'm not going, you know, I'm not going to try to, you know, put a date on there to let my body tell talk to me and uh so you know it's good to see that he's he's improving and making the strides to be ready to go out there and help us compete uh, this team is very very talented and we just got a whole lot better with him on the field so reports have indicated that peters along with ronnie stanley and tyus bowser wouldn't return until after the arizona cardinals preseason game this upcoming sunday night and if that's the case, Peters is a week early. Well, yeah, they'll take that, Sarah. Nobody in Baltimore is going to complain about positive injury news after last season. But 
How did he look in his practice debut? Well, as the Ravens have done with past players returning from serious injury, they kept his workload light. He basically participated in individual drills. But some reporters posted shots of him participating in drills. And after watching those videos, I thought Peters looked fluid in his movement and even while backpedaling. He really didn't show any effects of the injury. I'd say that he looks ahead of J.K. Dobbins in that regard. But no doubt he will have some rust to knock off, and he'll have about a month to do so ahead of the season opener in September. So it's important to remember that it will be a slow and cautious process as he works back to 100%. Yeah, and we should also mention that Peters wasn't the only player to be activated from the PUP list on Monday. Yeah, that's exactly right. The 2020 undrafted free agent Ardarius Washington also returned from the PUP list after breaking his foot halfway through last season. Now Washington now faces an uphill climb to make the team as he competes in a deep safety position. That's a very different situation from Peters, who is expected to lift the defense immediately. Right. Let's actually talk about the impact just getting a guy like Juice Man back will have on this team. His presence should do absolute wonders for this defense, Sarah. Yes, yes, wonders is a good word, no doubt. As Campbell said in the clip above, the Ravens got a whole lot better with Peter's return. Let's not forget that Baltimore ranked dead last in pass defense last year, Bobby. And that's after losing Peter's before the season even began. And then they obviously, we all know, lost Marlon Humphrey, who missed five games with a shoulder injury. So having two pro bowlers back will be a major boon especially with those Bengals trio of receivers coming to town. And let's not forget about the impact Peters can have in the turnover department. There's a certain defensive phrase that I think he embodies awfully well, Sarah. Ball hawk. That is what Peters is. He is a ball hawk. That is another element of his game that this defense sorely missed last year. Baltimore only notched nine interceptions last season, which ranked in the bottom seven of the league. Now juxtapose that with Peters, who since being drafted in 2015 is the NFL's leader in interceptions with 31, and that's with missing all of last year. He also leads in interception return yards with 814 and defensive touchdowns with seven. So in addition to that, in addition to his individual play, Peters is also looked at as a leader that will lift the others around him. Campbell and fourth-round rookie Pepe Williams were quick to make that point. Well, he's probably the most vocal defensive back that we have. When he's out there, I mean, he's a great leader. And uh, the way he communicates to make sure we're on the same page is, uh, you know, that helps contribute to our success a lot. You know, not only is his factor as, as, as he plays, because he's a great player, obviously, a two-time All-Pro, you know, just a beast out, out there on the field. But his leadership and make sure other guys around him are also playing at a high level, I think, is where we're really going to benefit. And uh, so I'm excited to have him back. You know, he's a great guy. Uh, it boosts the energy a lot, you know, MP. You know, he's, he's, a, he's a vet, big dog, basically. You know, he's been making a lot of plays in the NFL. Being a rookie, you know, I look up to the great guys and make plays, Marlowe, MP, all the guys that's around us. So, you know, it, it was cool having them back, seeing them move around. So after getting Peters and Dobbins back, and then let's add in the expected returns of Stanley and Bowser next week, Bobby, the pieces for this team's comeback tour is all coming into focus. The Ravens front office believe that they had a championship caliber roster last year, but injuries robbed all of us of seeing what that roster could have been. 
So in Peter's famous words, I would say that the Ravens ain't done yet. How would you evaluate your season? Uh, I think we ain't done yet. You, but you personally? I think we ain't done yet. That is an all-time exchange right there between a Los Angeles reporter and Peters himself. Still to come, an interesting discussion on whether Lamar Jackson would be in a better position to get a record-breaking deal if he were, well, more of a jerk. Stay tuned. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, Bobby, we're going back to NFL Network's Ian Rappaport. Here we go. He recently touched on Lamar Jackson's ongoing contract negotiations. Tell us what he had to say. Yes, Sarah, Rappaport made an appearance on the Pat McAfee Show and discussed the contract as it relates to the deals that Deshaun Watson and Kyler Murray signed earlier this offseason. With Lamar Jackson, now that he has a deadline for week one, have there been any numbers like thrown out? Are they working through kind of the nitty-gritty, or are they nowhere close? 235, 240 guaranteed? Would the Ravens go there fully guaranteed? I would be a little surprised based on their contract. Well, Nobody Deshaun got it. Deshaun got that. Hey, Deshaun hasn't played Deshaun had more leverage. I know. It's, I know. I know. Whatever, everything that's happened with... Deshaun, everything legal, everything. A lot of teams wanted him. Oh, uh, you're talking a about Atlanta of- was in the ballpark, the Saints were in the ballpark, and the Browns were trying their best. Yeah, everybody wanted him. And, you know, obviously Carolina. there's a lot of people that do not agree with that. Absolutely understand leverage is, unfortunately, leverage. And so that's the market determines it. That's what the Browns are willing to do. Would the Ravens go there? I'm not so sure. I know they are having talks. I don't know if a deal is going to get done. Uh, I would imagine the Kyler Murray deal will be the floor. From what I understand, the Ravens are willing, as they should, willing to go more than that. So that was 46-1, if I remember correctly, right, in new money. They're working. I don't think we'll get any clarity until probably two weeks from now, like right up against the start of the season. But at least they are talking and having real conversations. So not a whole lot there. Aside from Rappaport's comment on how he feels the Ravens would be willing to pay Jackson more than Murray on an annual basis. Last month, of course, the Arizona Cardinals QB signed his five-year extension worth up to $230.5 million, which included $160 million guaranteed and an average annual value of just north of $46 million. But Rappaport and McAfee weren't done there just speaking to the numbers side of things. They went on to point out one significant detail about the human side of Jackson 
in the midst of such a heavily dissected, drawn-out negotiation process, which, somewhat shockingly, has still yet to go public. And now, listen, Lamar represents himself. He's put on like 18 pounds of muscle, yeah, too. Yeah, hey, that's good. He's lifting. about to... Mm-hmm. He's, he's going to go. <laughs> I'm excited to watch him this year. But, like, saying the leverage thing, and that's real life, that's reality, that's business. If you have three people competing for your uh, business, that's great news because, obviously, the number's only going to go up. Or if you're trying to get something done at your house and you have three companies competing for it, that number's going to go down. It's just natural business, you know, supply and demand. The fact that he's never going to be a free agent for, like, three years is why his leverage is nothing. So, I just think, like, if Lamar was to be a full about this... And create, like, I want out of here. I don't want to play. He's He would end up getting more money, which is, like, it's a shame that that is kind of, you know? Don't, like, Probably right. As a human, isn't that a little bit of a, a, little bit of a shame yeah. just to talk about? I it? mean, and, like, you know, Lamar showed up in great shape, ready to roll, handled questions fine. Positive. Like, yeah, but he's, but he's always like that, though. And, like, you know, I don't know where this is going to turn. But knowing the kind of guy he is, the way people look to him, the way the organization loves him, you know, I would be a little surprised if he was someone that just turned it all on his head and just became a jerk. Like, he's a good guy and he does everything right. So, like, I mean, I don't know if that hurts his leverage or not. It stinks. It stinks because... Yeah. If he was to say, I want out of here, and the Ravens were to agree, like what happened with the Texans and Deshaun, and there'd be more than the teams that were interested in Deshaun Watson would be in Lamar. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And he'd be able to run that thing up. But there's... Like, no reason to have to do business that way. Especially, ah, that's wild. That is wild to me. Uh, but I, I want to let Lamar know. I hope you get 235 guaranteed, yeah, pal. Right. 230, 40, 240 maybe guaranteed. Give him 250. Hey, whatever the hell you want, Lamar. <laughs> we hope you go get it. Yeah, that is such a great point. How easy would it be for Jackson and his inner circle to shift and almost intensify the way they do business with the organization. I mean, Sarah, it'd be awfully easy for them to do. But you know what? Leverage or no leverage, Jackson has maintained his composure and stayed true to himself throughout an extremely unique situation. And I think ultimately that bodes well for his long-term future with the organization and his relationship, most importantly, with Baltimore's front office. Yeah, no question. But, Bobby, I hope nobody mistakes Jackson's kindness and professionalism for weakness. And I'd like to think that an organization like the Ravens wouldn't need a QB like Jackson to become a jerk, as Rappaport says, to get a fair deal that he deserves. And in my view, he does deserve a record-breaking deal. Still to come here on The Vault, I'll take you through the early impact that rookie defensive tackle Travis Jones is making at Ravens training camp. So it's early, but we have been seeing early signs of strong play from the Ravens rookie class, as you've heard about in recent episodes here on The Vault. We all know about Isaiah Likely. And on yesterday's podcast episode, we highlighted Daniel Falele, the rookie tackle. But Sarah... What about the third-round pick, Travis Jones? He seems like he is garnering some attention in recent days. Yeah, well, we know how strongly Michael Pierce feels about the young man. Pierce has raved about him on several occasions that we've highlighted here on the show. But the rest of Ravens' flock got to see what all the hype was about in the preseason opener when Jones got his first sack of his NFL career. Oh, yeah, 
first preseason game of my NFL career and be able to go out there get my first sack. It was a exciting moment for me. I'm going to remember that for the rest of my life. For sure, man. So what was impressive about Jones's sack is that he chased down quarterback Malik Willis, who is a pretty mobile quarterback. Jones caught up with him outside the pocket and was able to bring him down. But there was more than just the sack that had people buzzing about his game. Jones was constantly pushing the pocket up the middle, making Willis uncomfortable. And then, Bobby, there's this fun clip going around on social media showing Jones throwing a Titans offensive lineman to the side like a rag doll and then stuff the oncoming running back with ease. He's a stud. You know, uh, I mean, he has all the tools to be a special player in this league. His uh, mindset is that of a, a guy who's hungry and wants to be great. Uh, you know, I think it's, uh, you know, just a great environment for him to flourish and develop. You know, this organization is special. You know, coaching staffs that, that we have, I feel like really fit, you know, the ability for, you know, to be able to bring the best out of him. You know, he has good vets in the room, uh, you know, with, uh, you know, with Michael Pierce and, um, you know, and, and, and Brent Urban. You know, I feel like we we really are, uh, you know, a, 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 it's a great place to develop, you know, especially for young D linemen. But he has all the tools in place. And, you know, I mean, he, he's flashing the camp. I mean, you think he's a, you, you can tell he's going to be a special guy. He's really been very dominant against starter-level players, too. It's not like he's just doing it against the young guys. I mean, he's going to, he's doing it against the ones, too, which is kind of impressive. And I thought he could help us win this year, you know, and he's going to be a great player for, you know, a long time to come. God willing to stay healthy. And it's not just Jones who is impressing along the Ravens' defensive line. We heard before from Brent Urban that this might be the deepest unit he's ever been a part of. And, well, Campbell was just as excited as Urban about the group, if not more so. You know, when we're on that field, uh, you know, uh, we're watching tape. You know, you see a lot of good ball being played. You know, and I mean, we have nine guys in the D-line room right now, and uh, all nine of those guys are making plays consistently. You know, I mean, honestly, this might be the most talented, you know, from top to bottom. You know, you've always had, like, those top-loaded, talented teams, but, you know, you don't really see the bottom tier, you know, of the roster, the guys who are young, really come along so fast and be, you know, this good. And, you know, I mean, that's a testament to the front office for bringing the right guys in and then the coaching for getting them prepared. Uh, but, wow, you know, I mean, it's, we were really nine deep, you know. I mean, all nine guys in our, in our, lock, in our, in our D-line room, I think, can play on Sunday and, and help us win ball games. And before we jump, some other quick news items you need to know, beginning with John Harbaugh sporting an Orioles cap during his media availability Monday afternoon. How about the Orioles? How about them Orioles? What are they, like 24 and 11 since July 3rd? Best record in the American League? Yeah. Fighting for a playoff spot? Love the way they're playing. Love their manager. He's got them going. Brandon Hyde, my guy. Uh, just so much respect for the way they're playing. I mean, game-winning RBIs extra base hits, running the bases, got a lot of speed on the team, right? Are they fun to watch? Yes. They're fun to watch. Now, you're such a cynical guy. You know, kind of gave me the, yeah. They're really fun to watch. Oh, you've been watching too much football. Okay, fair enough. That's fair enough, right? I've been watching some baseball, and they look good, man. They look good. So young pitching, it's been, it's been fun to watch that team. They're never out of it, you know, coming back at the end, always fighting, uh, exciting baseball. So, um, Go Orioles. Let's go, man. And in other news, Harbaugh declined to announce whether he plans to start Lamar Jackson in Sunday night's road preseason matchup against the Arizona Cardinals. Will Lamar take any snaps? We'll leave, let's leave that for a couple more days. Good question. 
Good question, though. Really good question. Yeah, good question, but apparently not good enough. The Ravens also announced that they cut running back Corey Clement and cornerback Robert Jackson on Monday. Baltimore needs to trim its roster down to 85 players ahead of the NFL cutdown deadline. That's later today at 4 p.m. Eastern. And finally, what would our day be like without another laugh from Marlon Humphrey? The cornerback always has strong opinions on food, and here's his latest. This man said you don't like it. syrup, so don't even. Do not say he it. doesn't. He doesn't. I wake count. up in the morning, and I'm a consistent guy. I get eggs. You said I get he... bell peppers, and sometimes I get French toast. But I look at Justin Tucker putting peanut butter and drowning syrup. I watch Chuck Clark just, and I think to myself. Are these guys pro athletes with all this sugar and syrup in the morning? It's disgusting and it's gross. <laughs> Freak. Leave them alone. Don't break them. Thank you for listening to the Morning Ravens Vault. We created our show to keep you plugged in to all things Ravens. So if you're enjoying our show, please subscribe, leave a five-star rating, and share it with a friend. We can also be reached by email via BaltimoreRavensVault at gmail.com. Yeah, that's all the time we've got today, but we'll be back Wednesday morning with the Ravens news you need to know. Come on back and start your day with us here on the Ravens Vault. <laughs>